This episode is sponsored by the Farm Drinkery. Best dive bar in the corner of a strip center on Champion Forest Drive in the Weta in Spring, Texas. 22 local beers on tap and world-famous wings. Come for the great atmosphere, stay for the free high five. Use the code BEERNERD20 to get 20% off your bill. Did Texas Roadhouse provide legendary food, legendary service, or was that a lie that's even bigger in Texas? Find out next on... Another episode of Burn Appetit, recording here in October, one of the spookiest months of the year, I'm told. And told you as that's <laughs> <laughs> just what people on the street are saying. October's spooky. That voice right there is one of my co-hosts, Dwayne. The other one being Scott. Say hello, fellas. Hello, fellas. Ahoy, ahoy. Oh, we get the double ahoy. Uh, still working on that catchphrase, huh? <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm getting in a groove now, I think. You're feeling it? We'll, we'll find out at the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, this week is going to be a great week. Um, we have a special guest. He ditched the United Kingdom for the United States. He's here to share his unique perspective on American fast food culture while we learn a little bit about England's. Please welcome to the show, Nick. Say hello, Nick. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. But just in case my friends from England are listening, I didn't quite ditch them. I'm not a citizen yet, but I have been here a long time. I came here in 2008 on a two-year contract, and yet in 2021, here I still am, two kids and a wife. (laughs) But I haven't Um, completely ditched them. I've still got the passport. I can still go back. Though with Brexit, who would want to? (laughs) (laughs) What do you think sounds more powerful a kingdom or a state because they're, they're both united so that's pretty equal but if you like if you didn't if you didn't know anything and you heard oh this is a united kingdom over here but over here's states which one sounds more intimidating well i'm gonna go for the united kingdom but also because if you give it its full name it's really um, it's almost stupidly long it's the united kingdom of great britain and northern ireland so it's just unnecessarily uh... long Makes it sound even more impressive. Why does it, I've never heard that before. Yes, yeah, so have you ever heard of Great Britain and the United Kingdom and you wonder what the difference is? It's Northern Ireland. That's why it's yeah. called the United Kingdom of Great Britain mm. and Northern Ireland. See, Although with Brexit, it'll start breaking up soon. Soon there won't be <laughs> Scotland and then Northern Ireland decide it's part of Ireland and there'll only be England left. Oh, great. Well, and then it won't be a kingdom it'll just be a sad little country <laughs> very interesting we're already learning something and we're just a couple minutes into the podcast how about that um thank you for joining us in spooky october as i said do they celebrate hollows eve in england nick we do but not to the same degree like I, when i first arrived in the united states i was very surprised at how much more is done here like just the way people decorate their yards but in particular I don't feel like if you go out to bars in the United Kingdom around Halloween, they'll be busy, but it won't be people with dressed up. Um, it, the, the people just don't go to the same lengths. I think trick-or-treating is a thing if you live in a city, but I grew up in a small village, um, mm. so I never did trick-or-treating when I was a kid. But the, uh, the effort that people put in here way outweighs what we do in the UK. No, but straight uh, after Halloween, we have our big bonfire night. Our bonfire night is very early November. Um, and that's when we have our fireworks and we burn this effigy called Guy Fawkes who tried to blow up the House of Parliament like hundreds of years ago. So I think it's probably also because so soon after Halloween, you've got Guy Fawkes night and that's a really big thing. Is that the 5th of November that I should remember? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. You read V for Vendetta. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that movie. Uh, Plus it's cold in England, so women don't want to get too too undressed like they do here for Halloween. They'd rather be in front of a bonfire. So no 40-year-old dudes dressed up as Spider-Man hanging out at the bar with their big beer guts? Not too much. Just a big, big guts, yes. Dressed as Spider-Man, not so much. Interesting. See, I figured you guys just did the opposite of what we do. Uh, so, like, you guys take little kids' candy. <laughs> <instead of passing laughs> it up a little kid. Uh, 
for Christmas. Well, Brexit now, we probably can't get candy. I don't know what they're going to have this year. Um, for Christmas, Santa Claus sits on your lap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fun, fun stuff like that. Very interesting. Well, um, our first format change that we do is uh, getting to know you aspect of this podcast. And as always, we start off with the most important interview question possible. Age, sex, location. <laughs> so, At age 43, sex, male. What does location mean? As in where I live? Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm currently in Houston, Texas. Houston, there we go. Perfect. I don't know if uh, you guys had AOL chat rooms back in the day, but that's how you would uh, meet people from across the world. You give them the old ASL, age, sex, location. Uh, good times. Followed up with, what's your name? <laughs> Everyone had screen names, so it was real anonymous. But because you didn't have Zoom, you never knew who you were talking to anyway. Someone pretending to be a 20-year-old man, it was a six-year-old child and vice versa. Yep. Any hot woman you think you were talking to? Totally a 30-year-old fat guy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Second question is, imagine you are at your kid's school for like uh, bring your dad to school day and you had to impress a room full of kids about uh, what you do, what you like, hobbies, whatever. How would you describe yourself to this room full of little kids to... To try to compete with like the firefighter dad that all the kids think is so fucking cool. Well, I don't know. That, that's a tough question, yeah, because my job's not too exciting. I'm a chief financial officer, so I don't think that's one the kids would even understand. And then as you begin to explain it to adults, their eyes begin to glaze over. So <laughs> imagine trying to explain that to kids. So I think I just explained that I'm from Harry Potter's land and I'm Harry Potter's mate. And I think that would go down uh-huh. better. I think I would just yeah. leave my job well alone and just go for Harry Potter. Perfect. So you already piqued my interest. You say you work in what's what's the bank there with all the trolls? Gringotts. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a head accountant for Gringotts. (laughs) I'm all over this, baby. Oh, man. That's really funny. You could also always just come armed and just pass out candy as you're talking because they won't even pay attention to you, but then they'll just remember you're the cool dad that gave everyone candy. (laughs) Lollipops or something. Always works. Um, uh, real, real passing out candy theme so far. On this podcast. <laughs> well, it is October. <laughs> it is October. That's true. Um, what's the fast food slash chain restaurant culture like in England? Is it is it like a thing, or is it more of like a convenience thing for like work lunches? It's more of a convenience thing, but I just think because we don't have as many people and perhaps as many cultures, there's just not the breadth that you have here. I mean, you've got Burger King and McDonald's in England, but you don't have the burger joint. You don't have Whataburger. You don't have In-N-Out Burger and the X-Prime. And I'm sure there are others in the parts of the United States, like 15 different burger chains, et cetera. I feel that you've pretty much got a burger or something like Preda Morte, which is a, um, a sandwich shop in England. Um, there's just a lot less of it. There's just a lot less variety. What's the uh, what's pizza like in in England? You got a lot of pizza chains. No, it's pretty terrible. It's pretty much Pizza Hut. I mean, Pizza Hut and Pizza Express pretty much dominate. Do we have Pizza Express here? I don't think we do. It's a bit I like don't think so. No, it's a bit like California. Um, what's it called? California Kitchen. kitchen. Yeah. Well, Pizza Pizza Express is reasonable. Pizza Hut's pretty bad. Interesting. Um, what are some became very well known Pizza Express because uh, it's just not a very cool place to hang out and it's not very memorable. And then, in a particularly <laughs> memorable TV interview, Prince Andrew tried to pretend that he couldn't possibly have committed this sexual offense to the I don't know her name, but the lady linked to Jeffrey Epstein by saying, Well, it couldn't have happened that night because I very clearly remember being in Pizza Express in Woking. It was a tremendous. <laughs> thing where everybody obviously went to the Pizza Express site in Woking and started leaving comments like, well, I didn't think much of it, but then Prince Andrew walked in and that was amazing. (laughs) (laughs) That's really funny. If it's good enough for Prince Andrew, then it's good enough for me. Is that that location now a tourist spot where everyone has to go? (laughs) Pretty much. I mean, it's, it's become infamous for it. The fact that he tried to pretend that eight years ago of all the stuff that he does and the freebies that he gets and the luncheons that he goes to, that he could remember that one day, seven years ago, that he took his daughter to Pizza Express. And yet no one no one can vouch, no one from the public can vouch that he was there, but you can guarantee if royalty goes to Pizza Express, 
there would be something in the local paper about it or there'd be a picture with it. Someone would have done a selfie. How you hope to get away with that? I've no idea. <laughs> Can you imagine like the queen walking into like Burger King or something <laughs> to get a burger? Like, why would that ever happen? There's probably like ten people that that food t- like passes through just to get to them. Probably. It, so I've never actually seen her in a restaurant, but I've only seen the Queen once. But funny enough, I was at a Mexican restaurant in um, I forgot the name of it. I think it's called Is it Leicester Square or Piccadilly Circus? I think it's Piccadilly Circus, which is where they do the big premieres for movies. Um, so I'm just sat outside at this Mexican restaurant. I'm in London because I'm working there, so I'm in a hotel, so I'm eating out. I'm just having Mexican. I don't really understand what's going on, but I noticed that the outside area is getting less and less busy, which doesn't make much sense because normally people like to sit outside at Piccadilly Circus. There's a lot going on. Anyway, I haven't got much to do. I'm sat there with a friend, so we're just having a few drinks after the, the meal. But we keep noticing there's just less and less people sat outside. Then suddenly it's only me and him. And then our own equivalent of like Secret Service or kind of shady guys in jackets start just standing around the area. And finally one approaches and says like, look, are you two leaving? And we're like, but we weren't planning to. Why do we have to? And they were like, well, the queen's coming. So either you're going to sit there and you can't leave or you need to get out. Uh, but you're going to be sat there for like an hour. So obviously the first question was, well, can we order another drink? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> um, and so we ordered like several drinks. And sure enough, yeah, the queen literally walked past like five feet from me on the way to the uh, the premiere. But she was not interested in an attacker. Oh, man, that's awesome. What was she going to see? New Bond. Uh, I can't remember now. It was probably a Bond premiere, I think. <laughs> so there's been like fifty of them, so it's a, a fifty—it's a fifty-fifty chance of all the movies she goes to the premiere to. I don't know that she really bothers at her age with the U.S. movies, but she probably makes an effort for a U.K. movie. Yeah, she's going to see the new Mr. Bean movie. <laughs> probably. <laughs> uh, that's pretty awesome, actually. Um, what are you, some of your go-to spots in England in terms of restaurants? I like a good curry. I'm like, uh, a lot of English people like a good curry. One of the things you'll notice about any type of popular food in England, it's not an English food because we're just terrible at cooking. Literally, our best food is to chuck potatoes and fish in a fryer and have fish and chips. That's literally our most gourmet meal. Um, So all the popular foods are like Thai food, Chinese, Indian. uh, But my two go-to one is an Indian. I'm a big curry fan. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean... All those foods are significantly better than ours too. So, um, is fish and chips really like a like a staple, or is that like a tourist thing? No, no, that's a staple. I mean, we really? that was like you know the the same way. I'm sure you probably have when you've got kids like that one day a week where they get a certain something. For our kids, it's a Monday. They get Chick Fil A. Tuesday nights was fish and chip night, and you always look forward to it. Really. And also, when it gets really cold in England, uh, when you come out the pubs, you've basically got a choice of what fast food you're going to go for. Doner kebabs are extremely popular. Um, but another one is uh, fish, uh, sorry, chips in curry sauce. Chips in curry sauce will keep you warm on a cold evening. Interesting. Believe it or not, I was at a restaurant and I ordered fish and chips and I got fish in a bag of chips. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what <laughs> Like, where's the fries, man? Was that at Texas Roadhouse? No, <laughs> it was. That wasn't one of our options. That somebody. <laughs> um, last English question, then we'll um, switch over to some U.S. Uh, what's up with mushy peas? So I, I've never really been a big fan of mushy peas. I, I know they are an English. Obviously, table, I'm not actually sure I've ever had any. I know my dad loves them, um, but I've never been a big fan, so I don't think I've ever eaten them. Is that one of those boomer meals? But, but they are they are a staple. Mushy peas, baked beans, uh, peanut butter mushy, on toast. <laughs> mushy peas. Uh. What about uh? You guys don't have uh, veggie, mate. You have what marmite or whatever. What's your yeah marmite? But again, being English because we have no foods of our own, marmite's actually Australian. Every everything we eat have to improve. Oh, it is? Why Brexit <laughs> was such a bad idea? Beyond fish and chips and maybe Yorkshire pudding. Or toad in the hole, if you ever heard of it, that's another yeah. that's another mm-hmm. great English dish. Um, but pretty much everything we eat is foreign because we can't come up with any ideas of our own. What's or the difference between that? Has to be from there, right? Beef Wellingtons, yeah. Beef Wellingtons, one of ours. <laughs> Shove a steak in a croissant. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the difference between marmite and vegemite? Uh, I think one's got a protein in it and one hasn't. I think vegemite. I think they taste very similar, but one has a protein in it. 
like shit. Have you guys, yeah. Dwayne Skay, have you ever had these? Yeah, yeah. I think I think the one's made with veggies and the other one is made with marm. That's the difference. <laughs> ah, good one. I don't know what marm is. I just know that if you're in Australia <laughs> and you offer someone veggie mite, it's like offensive. Because Marmite is their thing. So if you if you offer someone oh, Vegemite really? in Australia, that's a big no no. In England, no well, one's that's gonna all they freaking served us in Australia was Vegemite. Oh, maybe I heard the wrong way around then. Maybe people listen yeah, to the podcast who Google around. this because one's bad and one's good. I thought the Marmite was the good one, but maybe it's Vegemite. I don't know. I'll have to have an Australian on the show and we can debate <laughs> Marmite versus Vegemite. We'll, we'll get down to figure out this puzzle. Um, so, um, how long did you say you've been in the U.S.? Thirteen years now. I came here in two thousand eight. Thirteen years. Um, what's your What was your initial impressions of our food when you first came over? Uh, so I, I moved to Houston, but because I was young at the time, I was like thirty years old. I was going to the bars a lot. I literally only ate fast food. It, it it blew my mind where it took me five years before I met my wife, who's a foodie. That I, it became clear to me that Houston has actually got probably the best restaurant scene in the country. If it's second, it's probably only second to New York. I didn't know there was a good restaurant for five years. I just ate every fuck <laughs> there was. So whether it was Chipotle, uh, Whataburger, or anything else, I was just amazed at the variety. We just don't have that amount of variety in the UK. Um, but I also I really liked food trucks. I mean, we have Donna Kebabs in England, but you get a lot of good food trucks, so you could really try... There'd be like a little Asian kind of Vietnamese one. Then you get a Chinese food truck. Then you get a, a Mech Tex-Mex food truck. Those mm. are pretty cool. Um, but yeah, my first five years were dominated by never knowing that restaurants were a thing in Houston. I thought it was all fast food. <laughs> Do you have any uh, favorites right off, fresh off the boat? What were some of your go-tos? I think they've they've changed over the years, probably as I've begun eating healthier as I get older and older. But my big go-to when I first came was I really liked Chipotle. It was just uh, very healthy, but at the same time, quick, easy, and it fills you up. I mean, you can have that for breakfast and not eat for the rest of the day. Interesting. was not expecting Chipotle. The, the trick is to get the bowl. Don't get the burrito. You get more in the bowl. Yeah, and, now, and do that now. I have a bowl now, but when I first arrived, it would always be the burrito. <laughs> no, the key is to get the quesarito and then piss off all the people waiting in line because it takes forever to make it. <laughs> And then you ask for double everything, and then they, they can't fit it in the burrito, so it like rips open as you try to bite it. That's oh, the other one I really liked when I first got it was Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, I mean, you really? have fried chicken in England, but you don't get the variety of flavors. And the first time someone took me, it was a big college football game, so it was a group of us, like eight. I just couldn't literally imagine it when they just dumped like 150 wings on the table. 15 different flavors. That was brilliant. I mean, I'd never seen anything like that before. It was like heaven. Oh, man. That's so funny. And then because you've got so many, you order the absolute hottest and just like you tell the new person that arrives because they're like, oh, yeah, you can just help yourself. And you don't tell them which is which. You just watch them as they bite into that hot one that literally destroys them. <laughs> that's so funny. See, to me, that's, it's. I always find it funny what like amazes people from other countries and stuff. I always hear the number one thing I hear is food portions here are insane. Did you, oh, find yeah, that Texas, to be, yeah. did you find that to be the case when you moved is the food portions? Yeah, it's, it's out of control and it's so cheap as well. Like, you know, you'll eat all that food at Buffalo Wild Wings and the bill comes at the end and you can, you can pay it with a 20. And you're like, what? <laughs> it's so cheap, which makes you wonder, That's is it nice. chicken? <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. If it if it doesn't um, have a boat in it, it might not be. <laughs> has that changed your perspective um, since you've been here thirteen years? Like, are you used to the the new portion sizes? Do you go back to England for visits and then you find yourself hungry because you want eighteen pounds of chicken wings? No, I think I just put a lot of weight on when I first got here, and you just learn that you don't finish your plate. Like when you're in England, it's just you just finish what you're given. Here, you just have to like you just don't finish it. Unless you want to be a large giveaway, you just don't finish. <laughs> Interesting. Well, you learned all the tricks of the trade, huh? Bert, Bernie still hasn't figured that one out yet. <laughs> yeah, I'm still, I'm still working on that 35 years later. Bernie gets extra. I mean, we'll, we'll get onto that with Texas Roadhouse. What are the appetizers? I mean, you could go with five people, eat that one appetizer, and there's no need to order anything else. I mean, you're done. <laughs> you could probably get to go back with it. 
But that's I always get the thing, and that's not the thing in England. If you asked a waiter for a to-go bag in England, I think they'd just look at you like, "What? What is that?" Whereas here, you know, they're ready to box everything up. It's almost an expectation that you take it home. Now, have you heard them called doggy bags? Is that a regional thing, or does everywhere call them doggy bags? We, we sometimes you tell me. Sometimes I forget. You know, when you first arrive, you know there are words like, "I can't go home and call it soccer." I'll just. People will murder me. It's football. <laughs> but you begin to forget over time which word it is in which country because I've just lived here so long now. Right. So I think doggy, bags, doggy bags, an American thing, is it? But maybe I'm wrong and it's English. I, I've, I, I rarely hear it called doggy bag anymore, but like growing up and stuff, that's what everyone would say. Be like, oh, get a doggy bag that, for. That might have been a northern thing. I don't know. Could be. Because we call it doggy mm-hmm. bag too. Skay? Okay. I mean, Dogs. yeah. We. I think doggy bag is just an older name for it. Now I just, I just say, can I get a box? I'm just showing my age. (laughs) (laughs) Goddamn boomers with their doggy (laughs) bag. Interesting. Um, So as we said, we are, uh, we went to Texas Roadhouse, which was Nick as our guest pick. So Nick, why did you pick Texas Roadhouse? Well, you kind of set me a criteria that I had to pick something that everybody could go to or obviously spread around the United States. Mm-hmm. And the Roadhouse is a bit of a funny one that actually my, I don't think my wife and I had ever been. But it's one of those things that we see on the side of the road in Texas. You're like, well, we're not going there because, you know, why would you live in Texas and go to Texas Roadhouse? Because it's it's known for its steaks, but there's some really good steak restaurants in Texas. There's If you want a really good steak, no offense, Texas Roadhouse, but it's not Texas Roadhouse that you go to. <laughs> for some, I, don't, I can't explain why, but when we go out of state and see a Texas Roadhouse, it's almost like we instantly get homesick. And we're like, oh, well, let's go to Texas Roadhouse. There's a Texas Roadhouse. Let's try it. But whenever you go, and I don't know if this is a thing, every time you go, there's a wait. Uh, you can go at like... I don't know if it's open at two o'clock in the morning, but I bet if it was and you went, there'd be a wait. And so we've mm-hmm. gone like at least three or four times out of state to try it. And we've got kids and they're like, you're going to have to wait 45 minutes, but you can't wait with kids for 45 minutes. So you get back in the car, you search mm-hmm. something, you go and find it. You find the other thing. They've got a 20 minute wait. You've wasted half an hour getting there. So you should have stayed at Texas Roadhouse because it still took longer, <laughs> but you didn't. Um, but yeah, so we'd never been to Texas Roadhouse. So um, when you when you suggested to me, I'd thrown out Red Lobster. You told me no, you'd done it. So I was like, okay, well let's do Texas Roadhouse. But we deliberately went early to avoid the wait, and we failed. It was still half an hour. <laughs> uh, me and Skay also had to wait. Dwayne, did you have a wait at yours? No wait. Walked no right wait. But, but what time go. did you go? Were you like there right at opening, or you like no, it was like five thirty, six o'clock? Ah. Really interesting. So I don't, does it have like a cold following? And does it, I mean, why, why is there always a wait? Cause they don't, I don't think they take reservations. So. Yeah, they don't. So I was talking with, um, we met another guy, one of Skay's friends, Paul, and he came up with the theory that Texas Roadhouse seems to be one of those restaurants that you go to with like larger groups. You know what I mean? Like if, if you're yeah, like a, like a travel team, you know, with the kids or whatever, you're going to a Texas Roadhouse kind of restaurant. So, or you have a big family, want to go out to all to eat, you go to Texas Roadhouse. The, so the one I went to is by a movie theater. So Wednesday night, it's not a big movie night. So maybe that's why it wasn't as busy as usual. You know, if I go on a Thursday, Friday, it might have been busy. Now, usually anytime I go to Texas Roadhouse, and I haven't been, I hadn't been to Texas Roadhouse Oh my god, seven eight years probably. Um, it's that and Longhorn. I mean, they're the same restaurant pretty much. Are always have a huge wait, at least thirty forty minutes. Um, so it's it's funny that you um, equate Texas Roadhouse to Texas. It's kind of like uh, Outback Steakhouse to like Australia. Do you? We'll we'll play a fun game because I guarantee nobody looked this up. What state do you think Texas Roadhouse was founded in? Dwayne, pick a state. Well, by the question, it's not Texas. That's exactly what I was thinking. I don't know what I'm going for, but it's not Texas. It is not Texas. Uh, I'll go Utah. (laughs) I don't know. Good guess, guess, but no. (laughs) Skay, do you want to give it a guess? California. Nope. Also wrong. Nick? We're going to keep um, going around until you guys guess the state. I assume it's somewhere with a lot of, like, a lot of cattle raising. So 
I don't know why, but I feel like Kansas has a lot of cattle, so I'm going to go Kansas. Good guess, but not Montana. correct. Should, should, should we go around until you guys go through all 50 I think states? so, yeah. I think so. Okay. Dwayne, <laughs> you're up. Montana. Nope. Okay. Vermont. Nope. Nick. Louisiana. Nope. Dwayne. Florida. <laughs> nope. You guys South, have the orders, okay? South Dakota. Nope. North Dakota. Nope. Pennsylvania. Nope. Hawaii. Nope. <laughs> Alaska. Nope. Rhode Island. No. We'll wrap uh, the game up here soon because this. Uh, <laughs> can we just shout out now? We'll still get Ohio, Massachusetts, Florida, Wyoming, Georgia, no. North Carolina, South Carolina, Oregon, Washington, Washington West Virginia, China, Missouri, Maine, Missouri. Kansas, uh, Kentucky, Washington, Oregon, Ohio, Illinois, Michigan, Nevada, Minnesota, uh, Colorado, Guam, Mississippi, Alabama, Alabama, Illinois. You grew up in a city named after Indiana. That Indiana. Has the same name. <laughs> it is the state Indiana. Indiana. Clarksville, Indiana was the the founding uh, Texas Roadhouse. Now. <laughs> I, outside of the logo and just the names of the food on the menu, I don't understand what this has to do with Texas. Steak. <laughs> steak, that's yeah. it? Just the just just steak. steak, I'm guessing. I mean, I guess, yeah. Do they have them abroad or is it just in, in the U.S.? Uh, that's a good question. I didn't look that up. I cool. would hope for the rest of the world that they do not have these. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm just thinking, but, if you have it abroad, there are certain states that are just much better known abroad than they are. You know, you know, if you said Indiana Roadhouse, no one's going to know what that means. But if what it's mean? Texas, you know, Texas, California, there's just certain states that are much better known. So people in Scotland never heard of Montana. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. All right. Um, that was a fun game, guys. <laughs> I'm fun upset nobody you. got it. <laughs> Um, let's go around and talk about what we got. Uh, let's start with the bonus item. Uh, Dwayne, did you get a bonus item? You don't have to uh, say it yet because the guest goes first. But did you get the I, bonus item? I didn't. I didn't see one. I really that. Just say me. no. Just say no. <laughs> All right, Nick. I had beer. You I mean, if the bonus item was a cocktail, yeah, I had a cocktail. It is the cocktail. Yes. Which cocktail did you get? Uh, I can't remember the flavor exactly, but I got a margarita. One of their margaritas. You don't remember which? There were so many different flavors. Yeah, That's why like I can't remember which one I got. What color was it? There was uh, a neon blue one. There was a sangria a shelf that had like dirt around the rim of it. Yes, that one. I had the with the tarjan, uh, okay. uh, the tarjan salt. Like, okay. Yeah, lava. Actually, salt. The, I think it was called the Legend. La- Is that a thing? Yep. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I had the Legend. Nice. They called it lava lava salt. I don't know what that means, but oh, all that lava in Texas, man. <laughs> um, what were your thoughts on the uh, the margarita, Nick? I liked it. I particularly like that they give you the 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 spirit in a test tube, so you know that they haven't short pulled you. I like the fact that you can drink it from the test tube and have like an alcohol free margarita, or you can pour it all in. Son of a bitch. We didn't hmm. get any of this stuff. Did you not? And and if you want, you can ask for two. You can have a shooter with it. So you can have they a shooter ask and pour one in. They did There's ask many ways you can play shooter. this margarita. Hmm. Damn. We got screwed, Skay. Skay? Uh, we just didn't know there was all these options. Yeah. What did you get, Skay? Uh, I forget what it was called, but it was some kind of spicy jalapeno uh, hot margarita. Hawaiian. The hot Hawaiian <laughs> margarita. That's the one I had. Mm-hmm. It was good. Margarita with like two jalapenos in it. It was good though. <laughs> I like that. The thing I like about jalapenos though is you never know. I don't know if you know, but I never know what jalapeno is going to be like. Yeah. That is the one chili. It could be very, very mild, but mm-hmm. it can be incredibly spicy too. You just never know. It's yep. like just a gamble. Rolling I'm the usually dice. the one we're, we're eating poppers and they're like, oh, these aren't that hot. And I'm like, I get the hot one. <laughs> Like damn it, so it's, it's the seeds. I think the number of seeds. Yeah, really seeds. There was there was a fair amount of seeds with my jalapeno slices, but it wasn't 
like overly spicy. Just had a little kick. Yeah. Um, Dwayne, what beer did you get since you're the boring one? So here's the thing. I was like, they had two Sam Adams on the. They had the seasonal and the regular. I was like, all right, well, I'll I'll take the seasonal if it's Oktoberfest. Yeah, okay. We're sitting there Cold waiting, snap. waiting, 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 waiting. I'm like, is our appetizer coming out before our drinks? What the hell's going on? <laughs> he come, finally comes back. He's like, I'm, I'm really sorry. The, the keg's empty. There's, We don't have any. I'm like, all right, well, I'll just take the regular Sam. Goes back. Five minutes later, he comes back. He's like, sorry, we don't have that either. <laughs> so I ended up with the yingling. <laughs> so far, it doesn't wow. sound like their slogan is being met over there. <laughs> Texas Roadhouse, legendary food, legendary service. Yeah, we, we literally got our appetizers before our drinks. That's crazy. Interesting. Um, I also got a margarita, and I picked the dumbest one on the menu. I picked the key lime pie margarita. <laughs> uh, because I didn't even I see that one. If I see something stupid on the menu... I gravitate towards it. So I'm like, oh, this looks incredibly dumb. Let me order this. Uh, it was, Skay, what would you say? 40% margarita, 60% meringue? There was a lot of meringue on yours, yeah. <laughs> uh, with like graham cracker, like crust ring on the on rim. Top. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, uh, I don't know. It kind of had a lime-ish tint to it but it was mostly meringue <laughs> it was like barely any margarita see you needed to pick it up and drink it you were drinking it through the straw which was a mistake you needed to like work that meringue in well, it well maybe if the mugs or the the margarita glasses they gave us didn't weigh 50 pounds oh, the... for god's sakes <laughs> i'm not there to pounds. work out i'm not there to work out okay you gotta get the rim you gotta get like the salt or in your case the graham cracker god, god almighty uh, Terrible. That's I user don't... error. That's not their fault. <laughs> it's their fault for putting a key lime pie margarita on the menu. They probably didn't have to make it. It's probably just there for a joke, and they're like, "Oh my god, someone ordered it." <laughs> we had to get the recipe book out when we actually ordered it to work out if that was really yeah. a thing. Some asshole at table thirty-eight actually ordered it. <laughs> That's me, baby. <laughs> um, off topic, but tomorrow. Culver's for one day only is doing the curd burger, which is a, a cheeseburger with a cheese curd patty on top of it. They they posted it on April Fool's Day, and the internet was like obsessed with it that they actually <laughs> came out with it for one day only. So, guess what I'm doing tomorrow? <laughs> the Culver's get the curd burger. All right. Let's hop into our actual meal. Um, Nick, we'll start with you again. And um, also, let us know what sides you got with your meal. You got you got the actual like meal meal part of the, the thing. I did. So you want to start off with the appetizers? Uh, I don't care. Okay. Well, no, uh, but don't. Don't start with the appetizers. You're right. Just do your dish. Yeah, just yeah. talk about okay, your my dish. dish. My, my dish. And your thoughts on it. I'm one of those people, like you said, you gravitate to the anything silly on a menu. If I ever see peppercorn sauce, it could be peppercorn sauce margarita. I'd probably have it. I, I gravitate <laughs> towards peppercorn sauce. That's like one of my go-to things. I like to make it. I like to eat it. So I gravitate towards the uh, the filet medallions just because of the peppercorn sauce. And it wasn't the best peppercorn sauce I'd had, but I feel like peppercorn sauce, you can't make a really bad one. It's always good. It's just a question of how good it's going to be. I think this was at the lower end of good, but it was still good enough. And uh, what size did you get with that? Uh, well, the funny thing is, because of the appetizers, we couldn't eat the sides. We we made the mistake of really digging into the appetizers. The men, even though I had a side salad and I think I got some sweet potato fries, there was no okay. room for those. Um, try those. But what the one bit good piece of advice I got from my wife was take the um, the steak choice that you want, whether it's medium rare, rare, and just take it back. Because if you go for medium rare, you're getting medium. If you want medium, you're getting well done. So she was. Her advice was: if you're going to Texas Roadhouse, go a grade the other way, and you'll get what you want. And that was good advice. Smart. I don't I know why go rare. I just don't think it's possible for them to do it. <laughs> I went rare. Mine was pretty rare. Um, what was the meat quality of your medallions? Did you enjoy? It was pretty steak? good. It was a it was a good Texas stand. I was impressed. It was tasty. 
It didn't taste like uh, chewy or fatty meat. It was good. All right. Uh, Skay, what were your thoughts on the steak medallions? Uh, what were your sides? I got the portobello mushroom sauce instead of the peppercorn. I thought it was he, pretty good. He veered off. Yeah, it was mushroomy. Uh, the steak was cooked well. Um, I got medium rare. It looked pretty medium rare to me. Um, I got the rice to go underneath the steak, which I probably shouldn't have done. Just skip the rice. I, well, I think that's like our waiter. He said you get rice no matter what. And yeah, I think they kind of force you into the rice. I thought you could substitute a side for that or something. I don't know. Uh, the rice was overkill. Um, but the steak was good. Like, it, it was fine. Um, I was pretty full from appetizers as well. So <laughs> <laughs> it was hard to choke down, but uh, it was good. I liked it. I get, I would give it, I would give the steak a chef's kiss. I had with, uh, on the side, <laughs> I forgot about the sides. Um, what the fuck? I had fries, just normal fries, which were good. Steak fries. Um, yeah, they're big, thick fries, and uh, we both got the mac and cheese. And I'll, I'll let I'll let you go. I won't. <laughs> I won't okay. spoil the mac and cheese before. But I also to... I enjoyed the mac and cheese. <laughs> let's let's hop back to Nick. Nick, would you give the steak medallions a chef's kiss? A kumsi kumsa or a chef's dis? No, I'd give it a chef's, uh, chef's kiss. I liked it. I would definitely order it again. Yes, okay. Two chefs. I agree. And I, I agree with the, the whole why would you need the rice when you had two sides come with it? I mean, if you're literally on the road and you're not obviously going to have the doggy bag, you just don't need the sheer quantum of food they give you. Uh, yeah. But eat the I, meat before you eat the rice. <laughs> I yeah. agree. Uh, <clears throat> I got the peppercorn sauce on mine uh, with the rice. Um, I liked the sauce. It was very salty, though. My peppercorn sauce was very, very salty. Or it could have been the rice that was very salty because I was woofing down the rice for some reason. Like I wasn't even like hungry, but I was. My still... my rice was very salty and garlicky. It, it, yeah, it might have been the rice. Um, I was just like eating this rice, even though I was like full and trying to eat other things. But I just kept going to it. I'm like, oh, so salty. <laughs> um. My steak, I got rare. The steak was pretty good. It was, it was a decent steak. I mean, for the place we were at, you know, it's not it's not going to like blow you away. This the quality of the meat, but perfectly fine. The sides I got was mashed potatoes, which was legit homemade mashed potatoes. They had the big chunks of potatoes, Skins. pieces of the skin. Very good mashed potatoes. Which gravy did you get? A gravy. No gravy. I don't. I'm not a big gravy person. I had enough of the sauce with on top of the, the steak pieces. I didn't <laughs> add more. Uh, I also got the mac and cheese. <laughs> I was in shock when they put the mac and cheese down in front of us. It was craft mac and cheese <laughs> from the box. I'm not even kidding. It was the same noodles, the same runny cheese sauce orangey it was legitimately just box craft mac and cheese that they put in front of us it like blew my mind i was like this are they serious i couldn't believe it that's the worst when you go to a restaurant though and on the kids they have the mac and cheese and that they bring them craft i'm like really i'm paying five bucks for craft mac and cheese (laughs) no it was not good skay i took one bite of mac and cheese and that was it I ate the entire thing. <laughs> it's good. I like craft. I make mac my and kids cheese. that like twice a week. Like I don't. Yeah, want, I don't want it. <laughs> it's weird that it's there, but it look good. So I ate it. It'd be one thing if they advertised that. You know, like some places will just like dive head first into it and be like, "Oh, craft mac and cheese on the menu." Especially like the kids' menu would say craft mac and cheese. Yeah. All this said was the cheesiest mac and cheese on earth or something like that. Some bullshit <laughs> statement that they made. <laughs> and it was just fucking craft mac and cheese. Couldn't believe it. But I will not hold that against the meal because overall the meal to me was chef's kiss for the steak medallions. Dwayne, what were your thoughts? What were your sides? Uh, first, I want to thank my friend Craig for coming because there's no way I could have done this in one <laughs> One sitting. <laughs> this is way too much food for one sitting uh, by myself. 
and even with two of us, it was it was tough. So um, so I got uh, so we split it. So I got the mashed potatoes. He got the sweet potato. They're fine. Ooh, the battle of the potatoes. <laughs> Who won? They're both fine. I I like regular mashed potatoes. So okay, and I get some brown do. gravy. Dwayne missionary style position. <laughs> hey, we just said how good they were, and now you they were good. Me for it. Um, uh, we got medium rare, and it actually we were we were expecting it to be overcooked, but it actually came out right, which was surprising. It was good. It was tender, chewy, tasted all right. The peppercorn is there was a lot of pepper in mine. I don't know if you guys had the same. Like mine was really peppery. Um, overall, chef's kiss. Mm, chef's good. kiss. All right, solid choice. Uh, let's do the. We'll stick with the meats, and Dwayne, we'll do yours next too. I got the fall off the bone ribs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they did fall off the bone, as advertised. <laughs> <laughs> Always important. Uh, they were heavily sauced. Mine was a little dry, but I mean, to get them fall off the bone, that's kind of expected. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give it a chef's kiss. It was fine. Now, did you get that as like a an accompaniment to your steak, yeah. or did you so, get the appetizer version of it? Yeah, we got the the. Luckily, the waiter was like, "You don't want a half a rack." <laughs> He's like, "We have like a third rack. You, you should probably get that." And we mm-hmm. we didn't even eat all everything we had. So, he was yeah, right I think that's that. that. It's weird because you can get you can order a steak with like <clears throat> an accompaniment of ribs. There's also ribs um, as an appetizer, and then they have half rack, full rack of ribs yeah. as well. well. So there's and three I was like, different chances for you. Because he's like, well, the half rack comes with two sides too, and I was like, no, no, can I just, I'll pay <laughs> God, for the no. half rack and don't bring any sides. He's like, <laughs> just that's the exact issue we had. We got the ribs as well, but my wife therefore did it as a combo because there was just no way we could take two more sides. The table wouldn't have fit in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's interesting. So, chef's kiss from the ribs. Nick, what were your thoughts on your ribs? Pretty similar, actually, to Dwayne. I thought I thought it was dry, um, but it came with plenty of sauce, which kind of helps to offset the dryness. Mm-hmm. Um, ribs for us always work very well. As long as they're pretty decent, then the kids love it. I don't know what it is, but something about meat with a bone on it, like the kids just tear into them. So what I got, I enjoyed, but the kids just wolf it down. Really? So it was a huge chef's kiss from my kids. <laughs> Maybe they like pretending like they're like dinosaurs and eating, eating yeah. off the rib cage. <laughs> um, I will go next. I thought the ribs were really good. Um, I didn't think ours were dry. They were sauced really well. They fell off the bone. It's to me, it's hard to f up ribs. The main really way to, the main way you're going to screw it up is if it's like obnoxiously dry, and usually the sauce. Just lather enough sauce, and like Nick said, you'll you'll take care of that issue mostly. Really hard to get a bad rib. These ribs were pretty good. Um, chef's kiss for the ribs for me too. Two for two. Chef's kiss. Strong showing so far. <laughs> um, we ordered the appetizer of the ribs. Um, I don't even know how to classify it because it seemed like it was half a half a rack. Yeah, he said it was like a third or something like that. Yeah, they were really <laughs> tiny for like ten bucks. Um, but me and me and Scott split them. Um, Scott, what do you think of the ribs? Uh, I thought the ribs were really good. Um, they did fall off the bone. The bone like came right out. Um, it, they, I thought they were moist. Ours, I thought ours were great. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the flavor. It was like kind of had that little burnt on the outside, kind of like a nice little bark going on. Um, a definitely chef's kiss for me and my bite of the night. I'm going to give the ribs Ooh, bite of the night. First bite of the night. Nick, did you have any bite of the nights yet? Forgot Not yet. Ooh. <laughs> well, I know where this is going. <laughs> Before we get to the start of the show, we might as well do 
the other appetizer, Dwayne or Skay. What was your choice? I forgot. Dwayne did the ribs. Skay. Uh, I picked the what are they? Rattlesnake bites. The snake mm-hmm. bites. Rattlesnake bites. Um, they are like a cheesy jalapeno fried ball. <laughs> um, yeah, but but liquid. Yeah, they're like like liquidy cheese jalapeno on the inside. Yeah, it's um, not like a jalapeno popper. No. Yeah, it wasn't really exactly what I was expecting, but I thought it was really good. Um, definitely a chef's kiss for me. They they were tasty. Whoa, strong showing! All yeah. chef's kisses so far. Uh, I'll go next. I was so shocked biting it. I thought these were going to be like mozzarella cheese sticks where the cheese would have been solid in the middle or like a jalapeno popper. So biting into this and having pure liquid cheese inside of it just like threw me. But God damn, were they good? I love these things. I could have ordered the entire plate and just ate them for myself and then probably ordered another one. That's how good these things were. Um, I don't know what it was. Even the, the jalapeno chunks were just like chopped chunks. Like they weren't yeah. actual like jalapeno rings or anything. They were just like, there's like barely any jalapeno in it. But the cheese was still kind of, not like, I don't want to say spicy because it's, when I say spicy, I'm like, <laughs> but it wasn't like a, wasn't hot. It was a tingle. Yeah, it was, a, it had some kick to it. You could taste the jalapeno, but it wasn't overwhelming. It yeah, was, it was like a little, like a little baby kick. Like if I yeah. was pregnant and you know the baby formed his little legs, it's like kicking my stomach every now and then. We well, you know, one of them little baby kicks. I imagine. I don't know. I've never been pregnant. Um, <laughs> this was my bite of the night. I love these things. Ooh. I thought they were amazing. So chef's kiss out of me. Nick, what were your thoughts on the the weirdly named rattlesnake bite? <laughs> Well, it's funny you should say weirdly named because it started off with an unexpected um, outrage moment when my son, who's five years old, loves animals. I mean, he loves them. He can name every animal. He's always seeing his animal facts that we always think are nonsense and we Google it and we're amazed that he's right. <laughs> um, and he understands that, like, you know, meat is from animals and he'll eat chicken and he loves meat on the bones. We love the ribs. But for whatever reason, um, one of the things he doesn't like is crawfish. When me and my wife order crawfish, he's like, no, you can't eat those. I don't know if it's because he can see the eyes or what it is, but he's like, he gets very offended by it. It's like, no, that, that's an animal. You I can't think it's eat the that. sucking of the head that you have to do after you rip its body in half. I think Could be, maybe. So we ordered the the, the um, rattlesnake bites and he heard the name as we ordered it. And he was out, he was just like, no, you can't have that. You can't, you can't eat rattlesnake. And we had to explain to him, it's actually funny because, you know, we order chicken and it's chicken and we order steak and it's cow. This isn't actually a rattlesnake. It's cheese. Um, it, it took like five minutes of calming him down. There were tears. There were literal tantrums. Really? <laughs> um, so, but, you know, because I knew we had to have them for the show, we persevered and was like, no, Ollie, you're going to have to put up with this. It's not rattlesnake, but we're having them. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm afraid my wife, I don't know what you guys felt about it, but I do now, but, no, we thought they were terrible. Um, what did not enjoy it? I thought it tastes like kind of just fried cornmeal. And honestly, if we knew you'd liked it that much, we'd have just boxed ours up and sent them to you. That was my uh, that was my old behave moment. It was terrible. Oh, chef's diss. Chef's diss sound of the week is oh, oh behave from Austin Powers. Chef's diss from Nick. Wow, mm. I can't believe it. Were they not cheesy enough? Were you just getting bread anger, or what was the problem? I just didn't really have much taste. It was just very stodgy. You could just really taste the kind of cornmeal on the outside without the cheese on the inside having much flavor. did have a little bit of a cake that I liked, but, yeah, no, I just couldn't get into it. Interesting. It was your, it was your kid throwing the fit, got in your head. <laughs> you're you're, you're going to have to go back and try them again. Get a, get a fresh perspective on it. Wow. Dwayne? So um, I did not read the description. I just ordered the stuff. So I, I, I didn't. When it came out, I'm like, all right, this is like a hush puppy type thing with, with jalapeno in it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I bit into it, and I was like, wait, what? There's something else in here. What is? What is going on? It's chewy in the middle, kind of gooey. So the second one I cut open, I'm like, it's got to be cheese in there. 
And obviously it was. <laughs> what else would it be? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they weren't cooked enough. I don't Is that know. Cheese? Well, it could, have, it could have been undercooked. You know what I mean? Like they cooked the, the outside. Easiest not the thing middle. to identify in a food? Is that cheese? But uh no, they they were really good. I, I think it had a nice jalapeno flavor. It wasn't overpowering. The cheese was good. I'll give it a chef's kiss. I'm I'm giving it my bite of the night too. Damn. Uh, maybe you just got a bad batch. Maybe yeah, three bites of the night and we'd have put it in the men. <laughs> maybe you uh maybe you had an old rattlesnake that they chopped up. <laughs> <laughs> Leathery one. <laughs> All right. My item I got uh is what I always get at Outback Steakhouse. It's another name here because they're not allowed to call it that name. I guess it's trademark. It was the Cactus Blossom, also known as a Bloomin' Onion. <laughs> Bloomin' Onion. Now, when Nick said he's never had one of these before, I knew that. Oh yeah, I'm definitely have to get one because he has to try <laughs> this Cactus Blossom. Uh, I am not even sure how they even make this thing. <laughs> Other than cut the onion up and then like batter it, yeah, like upside down, and then just drop it in, and I don't know, but it's basically you're just eating onion <laughs> uh, a, a onion million ring. times. I think it's a million times better than an onion ring. I don't like the onion rings. I get too much onion in the onion rings. Give me that. Give me more batter, baby, and give me what? that sauce. You want more the... ring? <laughs> yeah, I want more ring. Less vegetables, more rings. <laughs> Um, what I don't know what that sauce is in the middle, but they need to bottle that if they don't already. Do they bottle that? I think I think it's like a chipo- some kind of chipotle sauce or something, right? I don't. I don't know I what it is. Is it a horseradish horseradish barbecue sauce or something? I thought it was horseradish. Something. Yeah, my buddy Craig said he's like, I think there's some horseradish in here. Yeah, definitely. Whatever it is, it's fantastic. Um, uh, I will say, however, that. The cactus blossom goes from being great when it's hot to being disgusting when it's cold. <laughs> you have like a 15-minute window there <laughs> to eat this thing or else you will be in for a bad time. Um, obviously, with all the other shit that we were eating, um, we I don't even know if we you ate a third of this. I don't even know if we ate a third of this thing, Skay. Between had, all four of us, yeah. yeah, there was four of us, and like we even ate like a third of it. But I was eating pieces of it at the end of the meal, and it was like soggy and slimy and just gross. Um, so for that reason, I gotta give it a kumsi kumsa. But it's a chef's kiss that first like solid 10 15 minutes. Um, we're gonna save you for last, Nick, because you've never had one of these before, and it's such a unique and interesting dish so skay you were sitting next to me what were your thoughts on the uh cactus block i have to keep remembering the name of it cactus blossom it it was all right i i have had them before i think outbacks is probably better um mm-hmm. i agree you've never have you never had one of those like onion cutting machines that makes those at home have you never owned one of those never what are you seen talking that? about the they have special those. onion cutting machine that cuts yeah. an onion like that? Why yeah. would you ever need that? That uh, is so don't. specific <laughs> to making a cactus blossom. My no, mother no, likes have kitchen that gadgets. How My big mother likes kitchen what I gadgets. Know. It's, it's a big fucking onion. It's like a big yeah, Adelia onion, onion or whatever. Big yellow onion. Um, yeah. Why would you have that in your house? <laughs> I, I had one. It's just, just like, like a... It's like, like a, it's like a big like spider web of knives that come down yeah I've, I've seen it for like apples and normal yeah normal well, foods they have that for making onions at home if you want that's no way cactus I don't believe blossoms that. do you know how many to peel each layer back there's like four layers of it it's you... it's just like a, it's like an apple core only it's right. like a cone before shape, this episode airs, I need you to call your mom and have her send a picture of this device. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that we still have that. Well, then I don't believe you. I don't believe you. And right now you're a fucking liar. You're a liar sure until you, you send me that picture. I'm sure get on Amazon and you can buy one right uh, now for twenty nine ninety nine. The onus is on you, Skay. 
All right, no. continue. Sorry. Um, it was okay. The, I didn't like the breading on it that much. It was just, it was a lot. I like onion rings. I like these onions. It, this was just all right, though. It wasn't that great. Uh, Kumsi Kumsa for me. Okay. Dwayne, do you have strong opinions about the cactus blossom? I wouldn't say strong. <laughs> it's good. It's a fried. I mean, it's a fried onion. Like you can't really go too wrong with it. The sauce was okay. I was actually expecting the sauce to have more flavor. I don't. You seem to have loved it. Um, I did. Lo- I love the sauce. Um, it was. It was fine. It was good. Chef's kiss. Nothing crazy. I didn't. I didn't eat it later in the meal. I will say. Uh, so I had breakfast that day and hadn't eaten all day. So we got the two appetizers. I think we ate half of that thing, and all the rattlesnake bites. And then we're like, uh, I don't know if I can eat anymore. <laughs> I ran into a similar problem at uh, one of the other places we have gone uh, for this show this season. All right, Nick. What are your thoughts on the cactus blossom? So, so this is one of those dishes that I feel like yeah, if you're English and you come to Texas, you'll be blown away by this. I mean, this is like <laughs> literally everything is bigger than Texas. This is like the biggest onion ring I've ever seen. Um, and my, my wife likes to do research before she pretty much eats anything. And so she researched this and it apparently came up as like one of the top three most calorific things you can order in America. It's up there with any burger or anything else you can find. What do you mean? It's a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for you. Uh, but I liked it. I, I One of the things I I think you said you don't like it when onion rings have uh, too much onion. I often find that I do like onion rings, but I don't like it when the only thing left is the batter and there's no onion in it. Um, and I felt there was a good amount of onion. These were always like, I, I felt like as you peeled it off, because you can like peel them off almost like French fries. It was almost mm-hmm. like an onion French fry. Um, mm-hmm. well, I really yeah, liked it. Great so, uh, it was actually my bite of the night. Oh, oh. Yeah, I kind of that. had the same issue as you guys, but it Wait, sounds like my issue was I ate too much of the snake bites and couldn't eat my main. It was I ate too much of the uh, the cactus, but maybe it's because I ate it so quick. I got my fifteen minute window in. Maybe I didn't. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You liked it so much, you you ate it all within the time. I just limit. moved it within the fifteen minute warning period. <laughs> now. All friends and family that come visit you from England, are you taking them to? If you're going to take them anywhere, take them to Outback Steakhouse to get the uh, Bloomin' Onion because it's is, a superior wait, is version Outback of this. Around? All yeah. the ones here closed around me. Oh really? Yeah, no, I don't. I didn't feel like I could take them to Outback because that's a UK restaurant, so they have them there as well. So it, w- it wouldn't be novel enough. But what I, what my wife hated apparently, if you normally go with it, not in COVID times, you can get the peanuts and you can throw it all on the floor. Yeah, and my kids would have loved that. I think that would have really kept the kids entertained. You may not have even noticed the rattlesnake thing. Uh, <laughs> they gave us a bag of peanuts, but that's not the same as cracking it open and throwing it on the floor. Dwayne also got a bag of peanuts. We didn't get a bag of peanuts. No peanuts. No we didn't peanuts. get our liquor in a shot. I was like, tube. as soon as we sat down, he was like, "Here, you guys can eat these or take them home. Whatever you want to do." I'm like, "Cool." <laughs> <laughs> Some bullshit. Now you said they have Outback Steakhouse in the UK. That's yeah. Very interesting, but they don't have the. Um, do they have oh, the blooming onion. onion on the menu there? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm trying to think if I've been to an outback steakhouse, but it's kind of a, they invented a familiar it. theme of we have a lot of Australian beers, and I assume outback is an Australian um, restaurant. Mm. <laughs> it's it's as Australian as Texas Roadhouse is. Texas. <laughs> 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 they make them at least Aussie themed. <laughs> <laughs> well, even that, <laughs> I would say, I would say the building is Aussie themed as much as Texas Roadhouse is <laughs> themed Texas too. <laughs> They're kind of like the same thing. Uh, interesting. Well, I'm glad you got to try the uh, cactus blossom and you enjoyed it. I did, yeah. So, with that, there's one thing left to do, and that is to rate the restaurant out of ten. One being the lowest, ten being the highest. <laughs> um, Nick, you're our guest. How would you rate Texas Roadhouse? I thought it was good. I thought it was good value for money. I think it sounds like everybody couldn't possibly finish what they were given, um, which we definitely couldn't. I mean, if we'd eaten that blooming onion or cactus bloom, 
we wouldn't have had anything else. Uh, and yeah, to feed a family of four, it came just over a hundred bucks, I think. So uh, that was good value. And uh, the only thing, the only qualm I would have is that I think every time we go, there'll always be a forty-minute wait, and I'm an impatient person. <laughs> I don't mind waiting if I'm waiting at a bar or I've got a drink, but I don't like waiting in the car park. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to give it a seven, but I think I'd go for an eight if I didn't have to always sit in the car park to get in. Mm, one point deduction for the wait. <laughs> Interesting, Dwayne. Yeah, I I think I'm going to go eight. I mean, I was satisfied with everything service was as good as i mean it wasn't it wasn't my service fault they didn't have the beer so i i'm not gonna deduct that from he was really good food was good yeah eight massive scores some of the highest amongst the show skay uh hmm i think i'd go seven here it was fine it was Everything I liked, everything pretty much. The onion, even my lowest scored item was still, you know, fine. Um, I like my drink. Uh, yeah, seven. It it was overall just fine. <laughs> overall just fine. Um, I'm struggling here because I did I did like everything that I had on the menu, but I don't know if I walked away feeling like it was a seven or an eight if that makes sense you know what i mean like like if i'm thinking about it it's like was that a seven or an eight i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna give it a six and a half i think that's pretty fair um one thing we didn't talk about i don't know how we didn't talk about this is that cinnamon butter that comes with the rolls at the oh beginning? fuck i wanted to mention that we gotta we gotta stop here six and a half we'll do the scores but we gotta talk about this butter nick what are your thoughts uh, on that? That was a big hit. It's, it's very rare that you'll find something that all four of us will eat. We've got such different palates. The kids, the parents, me and my wife are different. The, 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 you'll find something that we're all gulping down, but the lemon butter did it. Oh, yeah. That's like the star of the show. <laughs> but that's another reason you can almost just have the buns and a, uh, an onion and you're done. You just don't need to order it. <laughs> yeah. Dwayne, you a big fan of the cinnamon butter and the rolls? I, I love the rolls. I mean, any any good bread roll at any restaurant, you can't go wrong. The cinnamon butter is fine. You like a good white bread <laughs> roll. Just a great dinner roll. With nothing on they're, it. It's they're a all, plain they're, roll. You put butter on it, and they had butter on them, I think. It seemed to have some kind of liquidy stuff it on had, it. Yeah, some butter melted on the top. Yeah. yeah. If I remember correctly, it's been a while. I think Longhorn has the um, the dark bread, like you see. At, no, like, that's uh, Outback. Is that Outback? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. It's like a beer bread. Yeah, like yeah. Um, what they have at like Cheesecake Factory, that like really dark brown bread. Yeah, with the cinnamon butter and that that stuff's really good. But these rolls were really great too. Um, I think we had them bring more <laughs> to the table after we our, did, yeah. <laughs> after we did. our initial, the first batch went pretty quick. Yeah. Well, and, uh, I did the same thing. Like I ate one really quick, and I'm like, "Oh man, we got so much food. I better, I better stop eating these." <laughs> stop. The old red lobster conundrum, huh? <laughs> yep. Filling up on cheesy cheddar biscuit. <laughs> wow, pretty great scores um, across the board. Um, Nick, thank you for coming on and being a guest on our show. I really appreciate it. Do you have Thank anything you you'd like me. to like to plug away? If not, that's fine. You got anything interesting going on you want to shout out? Uh, I'm just going to give a shout out to the Astros, seeing as we're in the uh, the World Series. Yeah. First game of the, the championship tomorrow. I don't know if they're cheating or not, but I'm hoping they keep winning. Hey. <laughs> Eddie Guerrero's motto, cheat, lie, steal, baby. <laughs> Doesn't matter whenever you win the championship. <laughs> All right. Uh, I am going to plug Cross the Streams Media, where you can find all episodes of Burn Appetit, a little indie podcast we call Three Beers and a Mic, with the little uh, side side quest. <laughs> I'm going to call it a side quest mm -hmm. podcast, Three Beers and an MCU, starring uh, Dwayne Enskay here. Uh, we got Front Row Negative. We got uh, Shoot the Shit Guys, Dorksmen. 
secondary heroes. Dan Aykroyd podcast. Beer and easy. Beer and easy. About thirteen podcasts on our podcast network. Um, for everyone, to check out and go listen to those episodes. And I forget who closes us out now. <laughs> it was Skate, and we decided Dwayne was going to do music or something. But Dwayne's piano oh, is gone. The piano. Oh, surprise! Wow. Surprise! The piano is gone. Oh, cannon, shocking. You, you, you want to jump on the drums? <laughs> yeah, little drum yeah. roll to get us out of here. All right, Skate. Now it's up to you. Damn, God damn it. Uh, wow. <laughs> I like my cactus like I like my 90s early sitcoms. Blossom. <laughs> this has been Burn Appetit's review of Texas Roadhouse. Cross the Streams Media Podcast. has been a Cross the Streams media podcast.